What's up? Hey, what's up, buddy? Oh, not a thing. It, uh, I'll get into more of my day when uh, we officially introduce it. But my God, I got <laughs> I got some uh, stories to tell, and uh, yeah, it, <laughs> let's just say this: this last week and a half has been um, exhilarating. <laughs> To say the least, and so to say the least, yeah. But uh, hey, everyone, and welcome to episode six of this will be terrible. I'm Staley, and I'm Bryce. And uh, I know I said we'd have a guest this week, but people's schedules sometimes get messed up, so we are guestless yet again. Um, I also want to start by saying I apologize for last week. That was completely on me, uh, technical difficulty. So now I want somewhere else to record. So th- there's better internet and uh, we don't have to worry about losing a whole hour of uh, speaking. Um, <laughs> you know, that was quite lovely. Um, yeah, that was, that was, I never had that happen before. My audio would just cut out randomly. Yeah, yeah. And basically, you know, at the end of the, at the end of the thing, when I was trying to listen back to the, content we did have it was like that with everyone's mic and basically that whole night the internet would just go in and out be off and back on and uh yeah shout out uh consolidated communications uh the worst internet in the entire planet i've never even heard of them so it's gotta be terrible yeah it's mostly just where i live at that's that's where they at (laughs) You know, it's kind of surprising. Uh, I know a buddy of mine that moved down to Florida, and the part of Florida that he that he was living in, they had like a privatized like uh, internet. Like basically, there was only one internet provider in this particular area of south of southern Florida that you could have. Like you couldn't have anybody else's. It was just this one. And uh, monopolized, basically. Yeah, basically. And uh, I believe it was actually Atlantic Broadband, to be honest with you. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, and I was, was surprised. I mean, could you imagine what if it was like shitty internet and like all, that's all you could get? Right. I mean, and that's exactly how it is, you know, where I'm staying currently. Um, it's this company and the other company, uh, <laughs> surprisingly enough, it's Atlantic Broadband. But where we're located at, it's a, you know, a very rural area. There's just woods and shit like that. There's no one around. Oh man, um, it's like southern Pennsylvania in a nutshell. Yeah, basically. But yeah, I just really shit internet and I got used to the way of Washington where I had Xfinity and I was getting a thousand megabits per fucking second, shit like that. It was super fast. Oh man, I missed that. <laughs> right. Oh, that was so nice. <laughs> um, if only. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, but yeah, basically guys, what I was getting at was you know, uh, Panic was supposed to be on the last episode, but we'll have him on in the future. Um, and I was going to have him on this upcoming Sunday, but uh, we have another guest coming on this up. Oh my God. This upcoming Sunday, because I'm still we're recording this right now, Bryce. It's 8 o'clock. This will be posted by midnight. Okay. Uh, so everyone can still hear this Monday. Well, today, whatever. Um, but yeah, like I said, keep keep up to date with us and just follow follow along. And uh, again, apologies for last week. 
Anyway, yeah. Bryce, how are you doing? Um, I'm I'm pretty tired. I'm in a I'm like in a weird state of mind. Like I'm I'm okay, but like I'm just tired. I like mentally you. and physically. But I'm still going on with it. I uh I got pulled into work in another shift yesterday, like I like I told told you. Mm-hmm. And uh just wasn't really feeling it after that. It was a bit, it was a long day. I'm sure. But it's a new week, so we'll see what's happening. Sure is. <sighs> Let's see. You know, for me, um, last week was pretty horrendous. And uh, as far as, like, how the work week went and stuff like that. And then go in today uh, and get let go. Hey, you got let go? Yep. Really? Just like that? Just like that. That sucks. Were you even done with training? No. Huh. Wow. I can't believe they up and just did that. Yeah, it was, I wasn't learning the shit quick enough, and you know, it is what it is. So, are you still looking for jobs, or are you gonna... Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm still looking and, uh, applying and stuff like that all i know is i was talking to one of our uh, mutual friends tonight and i told her i was like i really hope this like these guests and these podcasts just start popping off so like i wanted to sit there and be like oh i want i hope i have a job today yeah i was gonna say it seems like a double whammy since uh you were at that other place and that happened too yeah Exactly. The type of things that happen and you don't have a backup plan. Right. It's weird that companies are saying it's hard to hire people, but then they do stuff like that. Makes zero sense to me. Right. And then the people they do hire, they put you at the lowest rate possible. And then basically got to work your way up. Yep. Yep. That's why, uh, like I told her, like, you know, I'm trying to get... And to like find us some uh, studio space, get an LLC and all, and all that shit to make to make it more legitimized, and then you know get bigger and bigger and see what happens from there. Um, because sure, it is fun to do this stuff, but it'd also be nice to have it as a career, right? Or at least try to make it a career. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's basically how, uh, well, today went, I should say, uh, go in, was there until about 10, uh, get let go, took uh good old fiance up to her appointment, brought, you know, come back from that, spent some time with, with, uh, my boy. And then, you know, now I'm at the, now I'm at the place to record this and uh, yeah it's uh it's just been a great day <laughs> sounds like a lot of running around to do oh man it is it is like especially most of the, most days you know monday tuesday and wednesday like i'm off thursday and stuff but uh you know working that nine to five I'm, i was used to that getting off at five 
go home, see them for a bit, go to sleep and do the same thing day in and day out. Um, right. Do you have and, a, do you have your uh, eyes on any places that you would think you'd be interested in working at? Yeah. The, um, I know I talked about it on the podcast before, but there's this security place and I'll tell you the exact security place off of here. But, um, they, they, well, he, he, the CEO of it, he basically is really interested in me. He was, he, he's even raising the rate that he usually starts off new security people on that are, that is 12 an hour up to like 16 for me. Cause he thinks I could do really well. Oh, um, nice. yeah. So like I said, that's something I gotta think about it, but up until, up until I get something like. Um, a lot of people were like, oh, nervous. I'm like, no, because I also did that ride share stuff for a while. So I know that I can go out there and make money doing the DoorDash. Hmm. Yeah, I forgot you did DoorDash too. Yep. Yeah, I haven't done it since I started the uh, oh god, the, the car shit, but yeah. I mean, it's, it's just something to uh, help pay the bills until I uh, yeah, he was. Get something going. You let these guys out? Okay. What was it? I said it basically, uh, it's just something to do until I can get another job uh, secured and shit. Yeah, I thought about doing that as part-time, you know, because I, I feel like having another job with your own schedule would make things a lot more easier, but I wasn't oh. sure if it paid well at all. Right. Well, I can tell you from experience that during the beginning of COVID, when I was still working at the depot, I'd get off there at five, like I'd work nine, eight, nine p.m. to five thirty a.m. Yeah, I'd get off. I'd go home, sleep till about 10, then wake up and do door, door dash up until like five. There oh. was so much money. And that shit, I was making more in a week off DoorDash than I was making in two weeks at the depot. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Did uh, the business started to slow? Well, as the restrictions got lifted, people started going out more. Oh, uh, okay. And then also, since there was so much money in it and people heard about how much money was in it, what happens when uh, people see that? They start wanting to do the same thing. So then uh, the area that I door dashed in, they always, there was, <laughs> there ended up being like a flood of just new door dash drivers everywhere. And um, it became so congested in that area that it was like, okay, like, what's the point of even trying this shit anymore? Yeah, if everybody else is doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like, I used to sit in these parking lots and just be me and a couple other drivers that I got used to seeing. And then, because <laughs> you, you know the area I'm talking about, because I mean, it would be up there by uh, Target, John Eagle, Lowe's. Yeah. Southwest, uh, especially that uh, part of Pennsylvania is, you know, just packed full of fast food places and other restaurants. So, yeah. You figure so everybody's just... cooped up inside all day. They're going to want something from somewhere instead of something from home. Exactly. So that's why I'd sit across in that giant eagle parking lot and just wait. And uh, orders would come left and right. People were giving good tips out and all that good stuff. Um, but it's really died down. People aren't making nearly as much as they were before. Hell, a lot of the DoorDash drivers that I've met during that time, they all have they all had no choice but to go and get a regular job again. 
Well, I tell you what, I mean, I, I used DoorDash a couple of times back when the, you know, pandemic all happened and uh, it was nice. And then I just noticed how expensive it got. You know, you, you went to order like maybe a couple of things that would cost like $15 and then it turned into like $30 with the tip and all the extra fees and whatnot. Yep. And then, then there'd be some times where you order something and it wouldn't even like come with like, you know, in the bag or whatever. Not blaming the DoorDash driver or anything, but yeah, that's more or less like you know the restaurant's fault. Sure is, sure is. But yeah, like I said, I I'm not sweating it. I mean, sure it sucks losing a job and shit, but at the same time, I I've always figured the shit out. Right. Like that's one thing. One thing about me that everyone kind of knows, especially the fiance and shit, is like. Uh, I could be without a job, but I won't be like without money because I'll, I'll I'll figure the shit out. <laughs> right, I'll get a job one way or another. Exactly. Uh, but just for our first story today, um, it says <laughs> Will Smith's slap is being used by Coach Deion Sanders' college football team to teach players how to play defense. <laughs> wow. I think that's great. I think that could honestly really work. Um, so it says, yeah, it says the Jackson State Tigers football team coached by Deion Sanders posted a video to their Instagram account showing players learning the Will Smith technique. <laughs> the Will Smith what? technique. <laughs> How do you incorporate that into a, a, a sport? So, okay, so this is what it says. It says, during the drill on rushing the quarterback, linebackers coach Andre Hart implores his players to hit the blockers the same way Will Smith famously slapped Chris Rock during this year's Oscars. Uh, in quotation marks, we got a new technique. We've got to give them the Will Smith. What's the Will Smith? Smack. Hart told his players while making a slapping motion on a tackle dummy. Will Smith hit him with the palm of his hand, not the fingers. He hit them with that palm right there. So we're going to give him that bob here. And then we're going to Will Smith his ass. Uh, <laughs> as the player, be considered like a penalty for doing that? I think so. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I'm not caught. I'm not well versed in the sports, but <laughs> I, I didn't feel like that'd be like something that would and be. After like... slap heart toe. Oh, yeah. That man done slap somebody before. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine it probably started a lot of fights on the football field. <laughs> Yeah, that was listen, these stories I'm gonna let everyone know now. I got these on Thursday, so they're like Uh oh. I lost you there for you're playing and you're someone like pushing your helmet or pushing you and then they start pushing you and they decide to fucking smack you in the fucking head. (laughs) Oh dude, I get so pissed off. That's what I'm saying. I would beat the shit out of somebody. Could you imagine that? I mean, like, I feel like they should let fighting happen in sports. You know, just, just, you know, why not? I mean, I mean, if they, they allowed it in be... hockey, why can't it happen in football? Yeah, right. I feel like it would garner more attention if that weren't allowed allowed to happen. Right. I mean, look at like uh, you you can go back and watch like Michael Jordan and the Bulls and the uh, the Pistons back in the day, and them pushing and shoving and punching each other and shit like that. It was fine. But now it's like, oh no, don't do that. You can get kicked out of the game. Oh no, anything but that. 
No, you'll get penalized. You'll get like a hundred thousand dollar fine. Yep. You probably get suspended from the game for the rest of the season. The media is going to talk about it for the next six months. Right. <laughs> oh man, become the next Antonio Brown here all of a sudden. Oh god, god that name. Oh, I used to be so happy back in the day hearing the name Antonio Brown when he was just lighting it up all over these defenses, and now I can't stand hearing his name. I heard, oh, man. I see, I was going through my Apple Music thing and I was downloading music. They were like, we think you might like this album, Antonio Brown, Paradigm. I'm like, I would not like that album. Do you know what? Uh, <laughs> Antonio Brown started rapping? Yes. Oh, man. And you know what? I advise you to go and listen to the song. <laughs> Do you? Is that, am I going to like what I hear? Is it going to no, be? No, no, that's that's the point, right? I want to, I want to torture you with this song. Because <laughs> I, I was tortured. So I feel like now I have to make my other friends be tortured. <laughs> oh man, I kind of want to do it now, but I don't know if it's gonna fuck up this whole interview we got or this whole podcast we got going. Oh, on. it will, it will. That's what I feel like. <laughs> afterwards, though. I'm telling you, I'll send you a link to the first song he ever put out and just listen to that. <laughs> oh god! All right. <laughs> just so uh, you can just I'll you, I'll tell you the title of the song just so you can like imagine in your head. The song's title is "Whole Lot of Money." <laughs> oh man. It really stands out from the crowd. <laughs> the title like that. I know, I know. I figured, I figured you thought it was like you know, um, groundbreaking. <laughs> oh, that, you know, that's tempting. I'm gonna have to go check that out later. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm telling. After you listen to that, you are going to hate me the same way I hated everyone who told me to go listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> better get yourself some better friends. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like that they're like because i remember in the group chat they were just like listen man uh you know it's only about doing this shit off the field but i'm telling you this guy can wrap his ass off so i'm like oh shit really i me listen to this shit right yeah bullshit (laughs) (laughs) i would rather hear a mix of asher roth and macklemore all day long than hear him again oh don't don't be dissing on asher roth he was good Back in the day, yeah, I don't even know what he does now, but I feel like he doesn't do the music thing anymore. No. Or if he, very seldom. Well, I remember an interview a couple of years ago. He said that the music he made, like the I Love College and all that stuff, it was a label's idea. He didn't even like that type of music. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it's a real. You can uh, search that up on YouTube as well. He talks about the whole how his label made him do all this shit, and he he wasn't a fan, but he yeah. had no choice. That's crazy because I have that whole album. I think it's called a Fell Asleep Alone in the Bread Isle or whatever. Yeah. And I actually like that album. There's a couple of songs on there that I really like listening to. Oh, that's what he that's what he's saying in the interview. People were like the interview was like, Oh, that that the uh shit sounds pretty good though. You know, everyone enjoyed the album. He was like, Yeah, everyone enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy making it though, because it wasn't me. Yeah. I mean, I guess if like you're a true artist like that, you would really want to make something that sounds good to you. Because mm-hmm. he said he came with it when he first started making music. He wanted to be like, um, sort of like an Eminem type. Like he rapped like that. Yeah, I remember him quoting that a lot in his songs, especially yep. the album. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then uh, obviously Eminem sound during that time. That was during, uh, I think, when he started getting popular. Eminem was still in rehab because that was after uh, uh, Relapse. Eminem's worst album of all time. 
Um, and <laughs> Man, I really wish I had a soundboard. Go, shots fired, shots fired. Well, it's actually, I don't know if that's the worst album because um, Revival was also just horrendous. Just put that in that dumpster. Yeah, you know, I kind of grew out of my Eminem phase after like middle school. Me too. And like, uh, she'll, she'll be trying to play that shit in the car. And I'll be like, oh no. Like today, <laughs> she, like today she turned on the Logic logic song with them. And I'm like, turn this shit off. I don't want to hear them yeah. talk. I don't want to hear them rap. I don't want to hear Logic talk about him being biracial. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> the whitest song ever, <laughs> man. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, man. Like, I'm trying to talk about these topics, but. <laughs> Like they're they're like stupid topics, and they're like old. They're they're not in the news cycle anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I forgot <laughs> to say I had a paper of topics with some descriptions. Um, I misplaced it, but I do remember off the top of my head, um, a couple of them anyway. I found I remember one from you know Pennsylvania related, and you know one more centered around the Ukraine and Russian war, and uh, another one concerning Xbox and PlayStation. Right. Um, do you want me to use any of those topics for this podcast? Uh, you can, you can, if you want, I still have like uh, roughly 10 more. Okay. Um, so I get, I guess in reality, I guess we can literally use a couple more of mine. Actually. Yeah. You, you know what? You go ahead. You, you, you pick one. We'll talk about it because the next one I have coming up might literally take us a minute or two to talk about and like i'm trying to get some shit so we can get through the podcast and also give them a good listening experience instead of us instead of me just sitting there and searching through a topic and being like uh mm, oh this one right yeah and i think <laughs> i think that would be fair you know the trade-off between yeah. us but uh, the first one I was going to talk about, because I think we would know more about it, and so would some of our listeners. Um, I don't know if anybody else heard about it, but Microsoft and uh, Sony were considering putting advertising for other video games and free-to-play games of theirs. And I was just wondering what everybody else's thoughts were, were on that, because I honestly think it's going to be... a kind of a nuisance more than anything depending on how they choose to play them right like is this gonna be like uh for instance like every turn like a round in like a multiplayer game where we get you know like a commercial basically played in front of us because if so i'll stop playing right now right yeah that's i kind of figured that would happen eventually only for the simple fact of all these companies now do it. Like, okay, if you want to watch a video on Twitter, you're getting an ad for that video. And it, and it's it's weird to me. It's every every other social media is moving towards that that type of commercial based, in your face all the time. You know, ads or commercials. It's yeah, just... even even Snapchat stories. Like, yeah. you'll be scrolling through Snapchat, watching your friend's stories. All of a sudden, here's this. I don't know, like fucking applebee's ad <laughs> yeah yeah i'm like what the fuck i'm sitting here enjoying my stories now i gotta watch a 15 second ad right granted the whole the whole video game side of things it's i i guess it's only going to be centered around other video games it's not going to be just random advertisements like you see on tv right but still though 
Um, I guess the only plus side of that is that it's only on free-to-play games as it stands now. Yeah, well, hopefully it stays that way. I don't play too many games that are, like, free-to-play, personally. Right. But, okay, let's talk about the people that play Warzone 24-7. Yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> yeah, and, like, you said, or Fortnite. This is, like, the two of the biggest. Fortnite mm-hmm. Warzone. You're sitting there playing that, having a good time. You, uh, you, you're sitting there in the middle of the game, just getting dropped in on Warzone, and then boom, you get an ad. <laughs> right. Is it? And I and I'm wondering how how big of an impact it's going to be. It's is it going to be like that, or is it going to be like before the start of a match? And like how 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 constant is it going to be? Uh, if I had to guess, I'm guessing they wouldn't want to ruin the entire experience for the player because I would just get people to click off. If I had to take a wild guess what they would do, they would probably do it when you're entering a lobby, like before the game starts, and then probably after the game as well. I mean, you got to gotta think. I mean, you know, for the amount of time that we probably play a day, which, you know, we're both pretty pretty busy guys. Yeah. Imagine hopping on for an hour and then, you know, trying to play like what used to be a five, 10 minute match and it just turns into a 15, 20 minute match because of all these ads. Yeah. And that's another thing they got to figure out. How long are the ads going to be? Right. And are we, are we going to get consecutive ads? Or are we going to get back to back ads? Yeah. It's going to be like a YouTube thing. Like, like, you know, I hate paying for it, but I will never go back to regular YouTube a day in my life. YouTube no. Red is literally the best thing in the entire planet because I refuse to sit there and watch a minute ad. You know, I've been thinking about getting that too because I heard you can like you know exit out of the app or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, I, I can. I can literally. Cl- I can get off YouTube, go on Twitter, and I can still watch my video. I tell you what, the twenty-first century is amazing, but God damn it, do they just take advantage of it? Oh yeah. Oh everything, <laughs> everything, everything costs now. <laughs> It comes at a price. Yep. And I guess that price is $10 a month. Yep. You know, and it's funny. I remember actually having, like, this um, third-party YouTube app where I could do the same exact thing. I could exit out of the app and still have the video playing in the background, and it was free. But now all those, like, now all those uh, types of uh, third-party sites are being shut down. Yep, they sure are. And there's also no more jailbreak thing. I used to literally, every time I got an iPhone or an iPod, I'd jailbreak that bitch immediately. Dude, I, I remember everybody in high school was obsessed with jailbreaking the newest iPhone or the newest iPod. Yeah. Yeah, man, that shit was amazing. Like, the first iPhone I ever had was an iPhone 4, right? And I uh, cracked the screen, so I ordered a new screen. <laughs> My... Uh, my uncle knew how to like fix iPhone, so he literally had the tools and stuff like that. He yeah. put them together for me. I uh go that night, um, uh, and it was the type of jailbreak where you didn't need a computer, it was like first of its kind. So, literally go in there, jailbreak the shit, hit on Cydia. It was like amazing because I was able to get all these apps that usually would cost X amount of dollars for a little, literally free. And I could get as much music as I uh, as wanted. you wanted. Yeah. And I'd imagine it was all free. Yeah. Sweet. Man, um, I miss I miss stuff like that. Me too. Those those were really the days. 
Yeah, right. Remember, remember Limewire? Oh God, yes. Boy, did, boy, was that like a cancer to your computer or whatever device you were using? But it came in such handy. Yeah, and then uh, also uh, YouTube to uh, MP3 converter. Ah, yeah, I had that too. Like it was amazing. I'd literally, I'd get home from uh, school, I'd go on there, and literally uh, plug plug the phone in, go to YouTube to mp3 converter put all the links of the songs that i wanted sync them to my itunes it'd go right onto my ipod <sighs> look at all that money you just say that would have been like fucking 30 dollars right <laughs> and then we do all that shit for all those years and then boom they're like you know what guys we're gonna create streaming services you know the shit you guys been doing for years now you get to pay for it yeah right i feel and like then- like Netflix, for example. Oh, God. That's... You know it sounds like a great idea? How they've been taking people's ability away to password share? <laughs> we're going to put ads in there, too. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to raise our prices, but give you shit TV shows. So they basically became the thing sought to destroy cable, just to basically end up becoming cable. Yep. Yep, and they're all pissed off because they can't compete with Hulu. And no one can compete with Hulu because Hulu is owned by Disney. So there you go, Netflix. You cannot do a fucking thing with Hulu. You see, I, I have Hulu, but sometimes I feel like there's really not that much to watch. Oh, there really isn't. There, I'm going to be completely frank. Most of these streaming services don't have shit to watch. Yeah, I mean, like anything. HBO Max, Disney Plus, fucking... I think Netflix is the worst just because Netflix has all their own created TV shows and they're all garbage and they get canceled after a season anyway. Yep. Like, I can't imagine how many originals they pumped out, TVs and movies, just for them to shut it down or cancel it. Oh, millions. Like, literally millions by now. Yeah. And then, you know, the shows that they do have are that are good are very far and in between. Yeah, like uh, Ozark. Ozark, yeah, I heard that was a good one. I like Witcher personally. Okay. And uh but that's about the only show that's really piqued my interest to even like even get on Netflix. Yeah, see the show that I've been watching the most and it's just because I've seen a whole bunch of uh like Facebook videos on it. It was uh this show. It's old it's an older show. It has like yeah. season, but it's called uh Suits. And I remember uh, hearing about that. Yeah, it's on Peacock, and I can tell you I'm only, like, three episodes in, and I never thought, like, a lawyer show would interest me. Like, Law & Order SVU used to interest me a little bit. But you got shit on Suits. Nothing on Suits. <laughs> nothing. Shout out my boy on air, Harvey Specter. He's the main guy. That guy is a menace. A straight menace. Yes. Menace in blue-collar business. <laughs> Oh yeah, man. I mean, like I said, I, but besides that show, I mean, I check the if I had to pick like one streaming service, I check quite often to see what they have new. It had to be HBO Max. I feel like when they create something or put something out, they put a lot of effort into it. So I always, I always just go to them first because it seems like they're they might not have the most content, but the content they do have is actually top tier. I have to agree with that because they they do make some like 
they don't seem to have a lot. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen any of their own original content, but like the stuff that they stream, like South Park and other movies, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's all pretty popular stuff for their better choices than what these other streaming apps have to offer. Right. Yeah, I think the only thing Peacock Peacock got going for them is like the whole uh, uh, WWE deal. Um, I think that's a, why a lot of people even have a subscription there. And I'm sure they'd know it too because they promote literally WWE shit every day. Um, and I mean, it's smart because, you know, even though the product has went down tremendously over the years, to a lot of kids and stuff like that, WWE is, they still got a stronghold on the kids. Are you, are you indoctrinating your child with WWE? Oh, absolutely not. He watches AEW, the best wrestling. <laughs> All elite wrestling, baby. Yeah, you got to put him on <laughs> MMA. Oh, he, he, uh, I'll let him watch that. I let him watch the McGregor and fuck. I forget who he was versing at the time. But yeah, he's seen McGregor and somebody else fight, but he was like seven months old, so he didn't really understand the shit at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably McGregor versus Mayweather, wasn't it? No, I didn't pay for that fight. (laughs) Right, good thing. It would have been a waste of money anyway. Exactly. Fuck, that was just a money grab from both of them. See, that's why Facebook exists. Mm -hmm. See, you can just watch a 30-second fight without spending 50 bucks. Precisely. Um, so it says Apple could be forced to give iPhones USB-C ports if new law passes. Um, mm, that's been a hot topic for some time for people in the Apple community. Sure has been. Um, yeah, it says Apple Lightning con- Apple's Lightning connector is still tipped for the iPhone 14, but future iPhones and other products using Pro... pro- Oh my god, I can't say it, whatever. Chargers may have to give them up if the European Union gets its way. Um, In the name of reducing e-waste and complexity for customers, the EU has been aiming to make USB-C the standard charger for portable devices for several years. In the latest step forward for the EU common charger legislation, the draft law has been amended to make it apply to larger devices like laptops, tablets, and cameras, as well as phones, like the original plan suggested. Um, I mean, it, go, it, it goes into the whole whole thing, but like the last thing it really says is, while this would affect all electronic companies operating in Europe, I tend to fall on Apple during these discussions as it uses unique charging systems like the Lightning port. As you may have expected, Apple wasn't keen on the EU's plan plans, it argues that the plan will hurt the economy and innovation, and no doubt the huge ecosystem of lightning accessory accessories also factors into Apple's opposition too. Which I understand that Oh man. Dang it.
Okay. Yeah. No. No worries. Uh, it saved that thirty-five uh, minutes, so we're all good there. Yeah, um, I don't. Basically... I just remember you were talking. And you're talking about the Apple company's charger and just mm-hmm. cut out randomly. Yeah, it's all good. I was just explaining to people at the end that Apple has a point too that like all their devices do have the lightning connector, so that would make it harder on their customers to like switch. They'd have to literally go out and buy all new chargers when they all have when everyone that has an Apple product has a lightning. I don't know. I don't know if I really buy that or not because. I mean, I just went from an iPhone 6 to an iPhone 11, and I can remember when when you got a new iPhone from Apple, you'd get pretty much everything you'd needed in a box, like the charger, the charging block, and uh, the earphones. Well, now that I went from a 6 to an 11, they don't give you the charging block or the, um, or the earphones. They just give you the, the cable. And the cable's not even the same as the other ones. Now it's it's basically the lightning cable, but you still have that USB-C port now instead of uh, the older port. Right. Which just doesn't make sense to me because you could still use the old one and it worked just as fine. It's right. The new one that comes with it just charges it faster. Right. I mean, you know, I, uh, I got the 13 and... I use the uh, MagSafe charging just because for me, it's uh, easier. Like I bought this thing that will charge your AirPods, your Apple Watch, and um, yeah, your iPhone all at the same time with no problems, and it's all like wirelessly done. And it's a really nice thing. But um, you know, a lot of people still use just a regular iPhone charger, and that's that's fine. I'm just simply saying that I can see where both sides are coming from. I don't necessarily like agree with Apple and or EU entirely. I just I just think that basically it would just make it so all the new all if you go and get a new iPhone in the future basically just expect it to be a USB-C and you're basically going to have to get rid of your um, lightning cables because they'll be... Uh, obsolete. Yeah, obsolete. Unless, I guess, you have like the older model of iPhones. Right. But even then, I also heard, not to get sidetracked, that uh, Apple is apparently, with their new iOS 16 software update, that it won't be some- compatible for older uh, models of iPhones. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is it? And you know, I gotta give you know Samsung their their shit usually only the the uh, phones anyway only go to like one different uh, system upgrade before it uh, becomes obsolete. Whereas with Apple, their uh, upgrades still support up until I think still now support up to iOS uh, fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, that's a long stretch for iPhones, considering they release one every year. Yeah, exactly. And like, I always give them kudos for that because they can literally just be the same way and be like, "Oh, fuck you guys, we're not uh, su- supporting anything past like 
the iPhone 8, but still be supporting uh, the 6S on system upgrades. That's that's pretty great. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm glad I made the switch while I did. Yeah. I Not that I really didn't have a choice because it's <laughs> running out of storage space. Yeah, yeah. That's why with this phone right here, I got the 256 gigs. And, uh, wait, no. No, I got the 512. My bad. Forgot I'm fucking rich. Um, oh, man. Someone's balling over here. Balling. Balling. Everybody <laughs> knows it, too. <laughs> um, on, on a sad news, uh, tip, uh, geek. DJ K Slay uh, just passed this week. Um, well, not this April 17th, but um, so this article is just basically talking about uh, him and basically it says the legendary DJ died <laughs> 55 on April 17th due to complications from COVID-19. He was in the hospital for months, and optimism about his condition grew when his brothers divulged in January that he was in recovery state, had opened his eyes, but unfortunately, he passed away on Easter. Wait, who is this, a rapper? Uh, no, DJ K. Slay. He is... He's basically a DJ, producer, etc. Um, from, like, back in the day, and, like, still was uh, out here um, producing records up until you know his uh, eventual passing, but oh, uh, man, that like, sucks. yeah, he was a legend, well respected, and um, you know, he uh, so basically, right here, K- it says K Slay had a hand in the rise of iconic MCs like 50 Cent, Dipset, Kendrick Lamar, and so many more by putting them on his mixtapes, giving them radio play, or allowing them to open shows. Wow, those are some uh, big names, they sure are. <laughs> <laughs> and before venturing into the music world, he was respected. He was a respected graffiti artist known as Desi Desi Des, who was highlighted on 1983's Style Wars, one of the first hip hop hip hop documentaries ever. He was already a hip hop legend before rap. Uh, side note: I'm not that old, but I watched that documentary before. <laughs> oh, have you? <laughs> yes, very. It was a very good one. You know, for the first hip hop doc ever. They honestly did an incredible job with it. Was this uh like before his passing? Yeah, this was this was 1983. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, that would have like, been cool to see. I mean, graffiti artists too. I mean, that that, that would have been some cool artistry to see. Exactly. Uh, I think if you want Bryce, I think it's on YouTube. Um, YouTube. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that's where I seen it uh, years ago. But um. Yeah, I just, you know, wanted to say rest in peace to K Slay. You will be missed. I loved the uh, rolling a 110 deep uh, site you put out this year, which had literally 110 rappers on it. Um, it was, <laughs> uh, it took a whole hour to listen to the whole thing. Um, <laughs> but he had, like, that's just proves how respected he was with the amount of people he was able to get on a track. Yeah, right. I mean, he's probably got a good cult following, I'd imagine. Oh yeah, most certainly. It's just you put your time in, you get the you get the respect you've uh, earned, and kind of go from there. Yeah, it sucks that uh, you know this whole pandemic affected him. You know, 
I, I'm sure he could have got a couple more years out, maybe putting somebody else on the spot, but uh, I guess we won't ever know. No, sadly not. Like I said, uh, rest in peace, K. Slay. Uh, condolences to his family, friends, fans, everyone in between. And uh, yeah, I'm. I've definitely over the past couple of weeks, I've been listening to a lot of the shit that he produced. And the mixtapes that he put out on, like that piff and stuff like that, and that uh, piff, <laughs> yeah, I remember that piff. Whew, I remember Wayne crashing that shit every mixtape he put oh out. Oh my god, almost every <laughs> single mixtape too. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when he put out uh, a couple years ago when he put out Dedication Six, and yeah. um, he made that shit crash again. <laughs> It, it's non-stop i mean it, it's just every time there's a mixtape it makes me feel like there's like it's like middle school nostalgia all over again because he would do that and every mixtape that came out was all for like 90 percent of the time it was free yep. and the only way to go and like hear it was either youtube or dat piff mm-hmm. and i think that's still pretty cool that he actually utilizes that piff to release his music and I agree. I just want to say real quick, that's uh, like four shout-outs shout outs in a row there, that Piff. Uh, send the check. Thank you. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> that'll be uh, Bryce. Yeah. YC. <laughs> <laughs> we're just looking. We're, like, we're just trying to do business. But basically, we just sent you, we just gave you like four shout-outs. So I'm going to Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to like, you know, ask too much. Just a couple zeros wouldn't hurt. <laughs> oh, and the Can you still hear me? Oh, goodness. Can you hear me? Staley. And we're back. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah, I I don't know. It's everything's been good on my end. Yeah, everything's been good on my end too. I mean, I don't know what goes on it. Like sometimes it cuts out and then sometimes it picks up. But I don't know. There's like no rhyme or reason why it should be cutting the whole audio out. No, not at all. But uh, anyway, what I was saying was is that uh, good old. Kendrick Lamar announces his new album, uh, Mr. I... Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Oh, man. How long has it been since we've gotten a new album? I, I want to say... 27 last... Was that when To Pimp the... Butterfly no. came out? No, that was when Damn came out. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You know what? I think uh, To Pimp a Butterfly came out earlier than that. Yeah, because how it went was we got... Um, Good Kid Mad City in 2012. We got uh, 
to Pimp Butterfly in 2015, but we got Damn in 2017. Has it been five <laughs> years? Yes. That five is fucking years. That is crazy to me. I hope it's going to be just as good as the other ones have been. Oh, I'm, I'm, listen, I never doubt K Dot. <laughs> Cool. That, you know, I never really doubted him either. It's just like, you know, I sometimes I forget about him because, you know, he's not as... He doesn't put himself out there. Yeah. Couldn't think of the right words to use. Right. Listen, I'm just excited. Like, the album um, will come out May 13th, right? Yeah, that's right around the corner. Sure is. And see, the last time when he was dropping Damn, he dropped the Heart Part 4. And he was just snapping on everybody. And I swear, Kendrick, if we don't get the heart part five coming up to this uh, release, I will literally throw a fit. Uh, we're going to riot <clears throat> at dawn. Yeah. <laughs> right on his doorstep. <laughs> now, could you imagine two white guys? It'd be like a hate crime or something. <laughs> it definitely would be. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Let's get back out of that real quick. But I think this is pretty crazy. So just to give some people uh, backstory, just because Kendrick hasn't been releasing an album, he's been very busy. He founded his own record company. He signed a couple artists. Um, I forget the one they literally just signed today, but the the first person he signed was an artist named Baby Keem. Um, and he was just on Baby Keem's, Baby Keem's album this year as well. Um, and anytime Kendrick is on a song, people lose their fucking minds. So obviously, uh, Baby Kim's album was popular, but beca- not because of him. <laughs> because <laughs> for you, not because of him. No, no. <laughs> Simply because Kendrick Lamar is on the track. That's why. It's kind of like I don't know if you remember this or not, Bryce. But do you remember back in the day before the whole? Um, ghostwriting thing and all that shit happened how anytime um you seen drake anyone anytime someone seen drake on a feature they had a mat immediately go to that song to hear it oh yeah and drake was popular back in the day he was featured in, with almost any mainstream artist back yeah in the he, kind of, he, he kind of took on the weight wayne role there for a while yeah right i remember when those two were almost i wouldn't say inseparable but they were almost on like every album or at least on a couple tracks together yeah, I mean, they, they had to be. Your song wasn't going off if they weren't on it. Yeah, right. They set <laughs> like, the whole mood for all, the whole middle school generation. Yeah, I think I was watching this thing about, like, uh, features, and um, it was, they were talking about Wayne on it, and I forget what year it was, but they said he was on over 200 fucking features that year. Jeez, I, you know, I don't, I don't doubt it. You know, Wayne was a big name back in the day. Or mm-hmm. Are you talking about Drake? No, I'm talking about Wayne. Oh, yeah, Wayne for sure. I mean, I probably wouldn't think about it. Say that again. Say that again. I'm sorry, you cut out. I said, thinking back then, I probably wouldn't have guessed that many, but now, you know, like several years later, it it would make sense to me. Yeah, I I just remember turning on the radio or anytime you go to download a song, it wasn't. It, it, I don't remember. I barely remember back in the day ever downloading a song and not seeing Little Wayne as a feature, right? <laughs> or at least on the radio too. 
Yeah. And his rise was crazy because if you go back and watch the Carter 3 documentary and stuff like that, before the Carter 3, Wayne wasn't really thought of that highly. He was respected as an MC and stuff like that. Right. But then the Carter 3 happened, Lollipop happened, um, Mr. Carter with Jay-Z happened and stuff like that. No, and- that, I love that song. Me too. That's my favorite song for that off that album. Me too. I love listening to that fucking song. Um, but yeah, he uh you know, he, he just went to the fucking stratosphere after that shit. Yeah, and, and back that- when MTV played music videos, I remember seeing at least there would at least be one one song with Lil Wayne in it in a music video just every day. Yep. <laughs> Because they knew what was getting them ratings, and it, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, uh, it, it wasn't no pop artist. And we're putting Wayne here. I know, and I'm starting to feel old now just thinking about it. What? Yeah. Could, what? You talking about MTV playing videos? Me too. That? Yeah. Just, just the whole shtick. You know, the all of it doesn't really seem to happen anymore. It doesn't. I mean, yeah. Everything can be like made and streamed on like SoundCloud, or you can be. Like a mainstream artist off of like a video on Facebook or something nowadays. Yep. And like, you know, that's why I always give Wayne so much credit because when he signed uh, Drake and Nikki, he was at the top of his game. There was nobody, nobody even close to his level. And, hey, right. And he signed these two. And didn't put them down and make them do nothing. He elevated them to basically, you know, not ever pass him because I, in my, in my eyes, just because of how my age, Wayne is kind of the goat to me. For sure. Me too. He's yeah. always been like my top favorite artist because I think he's just got, I think he's just got a great pattern that he's uh-huh. designed with his yep. rap. And I get people's thing about like him not having a lot of uh, substance and shit like that, and I get that completely. But from our generation, I mean, we can even go back not not too far back, but still further back, like uh, uh, Millie when he mm-hmm. like rap- he was rapping so fucking hard, you would thought he had something to prove. <laughs> like, Dang. And he just couldn't stop with it either. It was like every every song was like that too. It wasn't just one song was just that good. He he made every song great. Yeah, and then um, the uh, six foot seven foot with uh, Corey Guns. No oh, man, my god. <laughs> and that's another thing that he does too. Is he'll he'll introduce like rappers I've never heard of on his like main uh, on his albums and stuff. You're telling me since that song came out, I've been following Corey Guns' career, and mind you. He hasn't done too great since then because he had label troubles and stuff like that. Which right. I to find out everyone that was signed to Birdman had label troubles. But uh <laughs> no surprise. No surprise there. But like Corey Guns should have been should have been so fucking huge after that song and had zero trouble. Right. Like he came on there rapping his ass off. It was like, okay, I'm on here with Wayne. I need to show my whole ass on this record. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're going to impress, like, a bunch of, like, mainstream artists in that crew already. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, that's that's one thing about Wayne. He was always trying to level up all of the artists that were under him. 
Um, and they could have got so much bigger if just Birdman wasn't in the picture. Yeah, right. Honestly. And then fucking Wayne, just what he left him a couple of years ago, I think. Yep. Yep. He was, able, he, he was able to get out um, uh, under the Birdman thing. He didn't get all the money that he was owed back, but he was able to start his own shit. He owned young money outright. Um, stayed with uh, Universal and shit like that. Now, he can put on music whenever he wants. It's got to be a good feeling. I'm sure it is. After being stuck in that basically prison for millions of years. Yeah, right. And still beating a bunch of cases even years later. Yep. Getting in trouble at least once a year for something. Yep. Now, him. I'm, 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 I keep waiting because last year it was announced that him and Manny Fresh were working on a album together. Right, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, yeah. Wayne was talking about it on his uh, Apple Music radio show last year. Oh, okay. And I need that to happen. <laughs> yeah, right. Just like just, I, I loved hearing him in drama. Just to like, you know, feed my insatiable hunger for for another Wayne album. Exactly. Exactly, and you know, uh, Cart the uh, Carter Five. It, you can definitely tell there was a lot of older records on there. Um, but it was, I was just so glad to finally see him being able to finally release that after he was, it was supposed to be released in fucking 2012. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so many years ago. Yeah. I remember uh, it supposedly coming out like one of my years in high school it was like my junior or senior year supposedly coming out. Yep. Still waited. Yep. And then he put out that, uh, FWA, the uh, Free Wheezy album. And, yeah. Um, had a so couple a couple good joints on there. So many albums and mixtapes. It's ridiculous. And him and that Gangster Girls DJ drama mixtape shit. Oh my God, man. Like, thanks for not listening to that shit. Especially if you go back to like uh, No Ceilings or uh, uh, The Drought 3, you know, shit like that. It's like it brings you back to like the childhood, like your like at least our childhood days, and it's like how like how this is the Wayne I remember. Yeah, like how was this guy this goddamn talented and could flip so many words and literally have this long career with not a lot of substance, honestly. Yeah, like he was just so good with his uh, wordplay and rapping. It was it, it, anyone anytime I hear someone say. That they don't like any Wayne song. I literally just can't even believe it. Um, especially if they say you know they're a hip hop fan because I feel like if you're a hip hop fan and you can't find one Wayne song to like, there's some, I, I think there's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Wayne kind of like you know did his own style and everybody just kind of like went off that style and made made their own little little twist on it too. You know? Yeah. And uh. He was at the top of his game for a long time. I still think he's he's got some fight left in him too. I don't think he's over just yet. Oh no! When I like I said, when I heard that dedication six and then dedication six reloaded, where mm-hmm. he was uh, talking to us and shit like that, and that was in what 2018, 2019. I was like, oh no, this motherfucker still got it. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he's he's not gonna go anywhere anytime soon. No, not at all. But uh. Like I said, I think we I think we are finally over that hour mark because uh, we started we did start recording at like eight oh five and it's nine oh seven now. 
Okay. So I'm pretty sure we're at an hour. Uh, sorry, guys. We I meant to get into like more topics and stuff like that, but you guys seem to like when we just sit here and bullshit anyway. So whatever. <laughs> we got <laughs> we got more topics for another day. Yeah, that's right. I still got a couple more. Exactly. So we'll uh, tuck these topics for now. We'll uh, you know be back uh, Sunday. Um, I do have one announcement to make on Thursday. I have, and I don't know if you'll be free or not, Bryce. That's why I didn't necessarily bring it up to you. But okay. I have an artist named Ryan Bronson. Uh, he's been a friend of mine for years. He's from um, Elmira, uh, New York, and stuff like that. And yeah. he said he'd be down to do like a little interview thing on uh, Thursday. His last album went to number 40 on the iTunes charts. Um, so I reached out to him. He said he could be down. I talked to him for a bit today. And uh, like I said, uh, so expect Thursday, Brace. I'll uh, you know follow up with you if you're available. You know, you can uh, join, but I, I told him I'd be down to do it. So. Uh, Thursdays I'll be working unfortunately both my jobs but if something does happen where you have to reschedule I'll, I'll hop on okay yeah that sounds good um but yeah uh like I said guys expect that uh Thursday into Friday and then you can expect both of us back on Sunday um and we'll kind of just go from there I don't know the next time I'm going to reach out for a guest like we have a couple in line now but i was thinking about this before bryce and how i was setting up these interviews and it was i was thinking in my head like okay this is gonna be like three or four interviews back to back and people are gonna get used to a guest format right so i think the best thing is to maybe not do them week after week maybe get one guest on Right, wait like a week or two and then get another guest on just so the people don't get turned off because yeah. they come here. Obviously, they want to hear what the guest has to say, but I think they mostly come just for, uh, you know, us. Right. This two sexiest motherfuckers ever. Exactly. Two, <laughs> sexy motherfucker in the, two of the sexiest motherfuckers in the world. And they come to listen to the best podcast in the game. You hear that, Joe Rogan? Yeah. Come here, bud. Kidding, don't sue us. <laughs> yeah, shout out, uh, shout out, uh, Joe Rogan, of course. Spotify, don't come after us, right? Um, <laughs> please, yeah, please. I, I ain't got time for you guys. Um, anyway, I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of This Will Be Terrible. You can follow us on uh, Facebook and Twitter, and also Instagram with the same name, uh, Instagram. Same name, yep. Um, let's see. You can uh, click on our link tree, link tr.ee backslash this will be terrible. You can request uh, uh, something for us to do. You can uh, donate to us. You can tip to us. You can also, on our link tree now, uh, donate to help with the uh, U- Ukraine slash Russian slash Russia um, war thing. Um, you can look into that if you'd like. 
Um, and, you know, just be expecting new, new things from us uh, as time progresses. Uh, got a lot going on. I'm talking to a ton of people. Most of them are dead in the eyeballs. I'm talking to people at like midnight, one o'clock in the morning trying to do business shit. Uh, <laughs> but um, stu- studio space, uh, uh, video equipment, all that stuff will be coming in the near future. Um, I'm trying to work on this whole LLC thing as well and trademark the this will be terrible thing so that no one could try to start a podcast and name or start a business in the same name that we have. Um, all that's in the works. All that is in the works. Uh, Bryce, you have anything you'd like to say? Uh, stay tuned for next week. Look forward to uh, doing another podcast with you guys. Likewise. Anyway, guys, like I said before, thanks for listening. I'm Staley. And I'm Bryce. And we'll see you guys. Fr- well, I'll week. see you, I'll see you guys Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys we'll, next podcast. And we'll also see you next Monday. Bye-bye.